Welcome to the FinTalks, a chat with Finance Malta. Today we have Kane Gregg from Malta Enterprise. Welcome Kane, can you please introduce yourself? Thanks Angel. Uh, Kane Gregg from Malta Enterprise. Um, I had what is known as the Business Development Malta Department, which mostly deals with relations management with our industry. Okay, very good. So we'll start off with the first question. Is the financial services eligible for support through multi enterprise schemes? Yes, in actual fact, multi enterprise can support the financial services industry, both in terms of fiscal and financial support. Okay, can you give more detail with how this works in practice? Uh, we have a number of schemes. Now, uh, multi enterprise, through its measures, has certain uh, target sectors. Um, uh, however, the financial services industry itself can benefit from a number of measures, such as, for example, the microinvest scheme and the skills development measure. Okay, and can you give more detail on the microinvest scheme? Well, the microinvest scheme is one of the flagship schemes, I like to call it, at Malt Enterprise. Um, we receive, actually, thousands of applications per annum because a lot of sectors are, are eligible. It's a fiscal measure, so it's a tax credit. It's not a financial support, so it's a fiscal support. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way it works is that every year, um, eligible companies and companies and other businesses, not solely companies from the financial service industry, can also apply. Uh, a number of expenses are eligible. CapEx, for example, and other operation, operational costs such as wages. We see what expenses were carried out every year, and every year then you submit an application for expenses incurred the year prior. Okay. And are there any particular um, considerations for financial services firms in, in this scheme or in any of your other schemes? All right. it, it, it's quite a, a democratic scheme, I like to call it, um, because all sectors are, are considered equally in this measure. The only difference is with regards to the aid intensity. So, for example, um, if you are based in Malta, if your business is based in Malta, we calculate 45% of the eligible expenditure. Mm-hmm. But there is a bit of an added benefit for Gozo-based um, uh, businesses because we calculate 65% of the eligible cost items. Okay. Now, the scheme has a maximum assistance of €50,000, but for certain um, uh, specific businesses, such as, for example, um, those um, uh, who operate in Gozo and also women-led enterprises, the maximum capping is of 70,000 euros. So there is the added benefit of an additional 20,000 euros. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. And continual professional development skills are important to assist and, and to boost company productivity. Does Malta Enterprise assist companies in providing and training providing training in CPD? Uh, um, we have, I think, what is also a very good scheme for professional development. Um, not when it comes to academic qualification, but um, you know, uh, development of staff and upskilling, so mm-hmm. to speak. The scheme is called Skills Development Scheme. Um, the sector is also eligible. So what we like to see at Malt Enterprise as well is our, our industry to invest in its own human resources. And uh, if nothing, COVID-19 taught us, taught us that actually last year in order to improve productivity and efficiency. So uh, what we um, try and incentivize our industry to do is that um, they carry out a training program with their staff. Mm-hmm. And then Malt Enterprise can see how we can assist in financing uh, and subsidizing part of that training cost. 
Now, the scheme, in principle, it's a tax credit measure. Also, it's a fiscal measure. Right. However, depending on the economic return and the financial needs of the company, of the applicant company, we can also support it financially. So through a cash grant. It's mm-hmm. always a reimbursement. It's, not, it's never cash up front. Okay. But at least you get a bit uh, money back of, of, mm-hmm. of what you spent. So you have uh, you know, a stronger cash flow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And can you give me an, a practical example of how, how financial services firms are, are making use of this scheme? Right. Very good question. So if, for example, I have a, a specific department um, uh, which I require um, uh, further training in order to improve efficiency or to learn new skills, for example. I know, for example, I know there is a digitization program ongoing in the company and I need to upskill and train my staff in order to utilize new tools. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, uh, the applicant company submits to Malta Enterprise uh, a scope of the training or an actual training program because we can also assist in that particular cost and the development of the training program. Okay. Then Malta Enterprise, depending on the size of the company, um, for large companies it's, it's at 50% the aid intensity, for medium-sized companies at 60%, and for small companies it's at 70%, um, we see what expense, expenditure is going to be incurred, we calculate that amount, and then we subsidize the cost when it comes to training cost, um, wage cost, so during the, the contact or training hours, and then it's a reimbursement or a fiscal benefit. Mm-hmm. Okay, and ultimately you have a team which has you know, a broader range of skills in, in a particular chosen chosen. Exactly, team. exactly. Okay, and apart from incentives, are there any other ways that Malta Enterprise offers assistance and, and support to the financial industry to help it grow, to help it become more robust in, in, in the, you know, in a changing environment? Uh, um, financial, so the financial sector uh, and the financial services industry um, traditionally, traditionally has never been associated as multi-enterprise core sector. We have been associated with manufacturing, with IT and, and aviation, for example, and, 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 other, and other sectors. However, lately what we try to do is that we embarked in a relations management exercise in order to incentivize innovation throughout industry, not, mm-hmm. not solely to specific traditional multi-enterprise sectors. So what we can consider also, if, um, uh, if you know, exercises and in- innovation exercises and, and projects would fall um, eligible for a number of multi-enterprise schemes, we can also try and see whether um, a particular project can fit under R&D measures at Malta Enterprise. For example, um, lately we had one application from a financial services industry, um, from a, a, an applicant in the financial services um, industry, which was, which, was, which was great because it, it, traditionally the sector um, was never associated with, with, with R&D as such mm-hmm. as such. Um, but it was, it was a good learning curve, both for Malta Enterprise and for the industry itself. Also, if we have certain startups um, which provide an innovative tool which can be utilized and is directed towards the industry, that can also benefit from the startup schemes then at okay. Malta Enterprise. And uh, benefits can be huge, in actual fact, because we have certain schemes uh, which can provide also a cash advance for mm-hmm. certain startups. But uh, it depends on the project. If the project falls 
throughout the eligibility practices at, of the scheme, such as, for example, innovation, we can see how we can also support that project. Okay, very good. And in the context you mentioned digitization, in the context of digitization and, and growing compliance and regulatory burdens on the financial industry, do you think that it's kind of the right time for them to access this support? I, I think yes, I think yes, because um, regularization and new and new legal frameworks in actual fact provide an opportunity, that's what we see. Um, uh, we're a small country, we're fast and nimble, however, um, uh, so that creates a lot of opportunities. So if there are certain innovators um, in the market which provide, you know, uh, good tools for the industry to benefit and use, it's, I think this is the right time to approach multi-enterprise and we can discuss further how we can support you. Mm -hmm. Okay, and from your point of view, now that you're kind of branching out into, into supporting the financial industry more, have you undertaken different due diligence processes as well to, to, to vet those, those applications and those, those, those recommendations? No, multi-enterprise has, has it, its own um, uh, evaluation process. It's a normal evaluation process which includes a due diligence exercise. Um, we also uh, we have to collaborate with also third parties and our, and our stakeholders, but it's, but it's a thorough evaluation process. It's not just an appraisal of the project. So we have to see exactly um, who is behind the project and we carry out our due diligence process accordingly. Mm -hmm. Okay. And do you follow through the, the, the project once it's completed and uh, is it something that and then you kind of look in on in six months time to see how that company is doing, whether they need additional support? Is that something that you offer? Um, usually um, our continuous relations management um, takes into consideration both the claim process. So uh, there is a period then after the project is approved assistance where you, where you claim for actually the assistance approved. You carry out the expenditure and mm -hmm. then you have, you have to claim for, for, for um, any expenditure incurred. Yeah. So that, uh, that is followed through mm -hmm. because we need to understand exactly what the project um, um, at what stage the project has, has arrived. But also um, the uh, beneficiary at that point in time, it's not an applicant but a, a beneficiary, then becomes part of our community mm -hmm. of clients. Um, and we try as much as possible to follow up where, where, where necessary. Mm -hmm. Okay, very good. Thank you very much. That's all my questions today. Thank you, Kane Greg, for your time. Thanks, Angel. Thank you.